0: Now's your chance to get caught up on all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. It's This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers, life is better with a Honda. Visit your local Northern Ohio Honda dealer today or online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Now, here's Gene Destro.
1: This week, we'll take a look at online threats, including one that sent a police SWAT team to a local family's house in the middle of the night, and a woman who got cheated out of three-quarters of a million dollars by a trio of fake online Romeos. But we've also got some good news, including a new partnership between Kent State University's eSports team and the Cleveland Cavaliers, plus a brand new all-eSports network launching next year. All this and more coming up. Imagine this, you're minding your own business, sleeping peacefully in your own bed, your family's at home with you, and suddenly you wake up to find a police SWAT team in your front yard. Scary, right? Well, it's happened with increasing frequency over the past several years all around the country, sometimes to celebrities and sometimes to just regular people, but all of them have one thing in common. They're the victims of a hoax known as swatting. Although people who do it might not think of it as a crime, it is, and it can lead to deadly consequences. In fact, earlier this month, 19-year-old Cincinnati area video gamer Casey Viner, who was involved in a hoax phone call that led police to kill a man in Kansas, was sentenced to 15 months in prison. CNN reports he was one of three defendants who made a false report that sent Wichita police to the front door of 28-year-old Andrew Finch back in December of 2017, where they mistakenly. Secondly, shot and killed him. Now something similar happened a few weeks ago in our area as well in a small community near Chippewa Lake although thankfully nobody was hurt. Medina County Sheriff's Department Detective John Gerard says it all started with a 911 call.
2: The individual stated that he was a 17 year old male had just shot his mother in the head and that he had tied up his brother who was 10 years old and put him in a closet. The dispatcher asks, where are you at? He gives the address, then goes on to say that if anybody shows up, he's going to shoot and kill them. And before he disconnects, he says he's going to kill his brother. The county activated their SWAT team. SWAT members started to assemble near the residence. And as that was going on, we were collecting as much intelligence we could on the residents and who may be living there at the time after a few hours, we discovered that the residents that lived there had just moved from, I believe, Strongsville, Ohio, and they were able to attain phone number and contact one of the people that lived there, and they answered the phone and discovered that they were all okay. They were asked to come out of the house, which eventually they did once they've seen a marked police car pull out in front of the residence, and everybody came out and was interviewed, and here to find out that there were three adult sons living in the house as well, That were avid gamers but they had no idea who the person could have been. We're still working on that right now.
1: But even though they don't know the exact identity of the hoax caller, Gerard says they think they might know at least a little bit about him.
2: We believe he's probably a gamer and that's you know a loose term is somebody that plays a lot of video games online possibly locally as well as across state lines.
1: When you talk to the people in the house that were gamers, did they give any indication that there was anybody that could have been angry with them? Had there been any kind of verbal back and forth or anything like that? Or did this come as completely no. a surprise?
2: Their indication was complete surprise. They didn't have anybody that they even thought might have taken something out of context that they've either said or did. It was apparent that if this did happen out of anger, They had no idea why.
1: So with that in mind, we asked Chris Hartley, who's the director of cybersecurity for the tech consulting firm Sickich LLP, if there's any hardware or software that police can use to filter out hoax calls before a SWAT team is dispatched.
0: No, there's not at the moment. However, I can point to Seattle Police Department. They actually launched what they call it as an opt-in registry, which basically means if there are people who are afraid that they are a target of being swatted, they actually put their address and so forth on a list. And what that requires is that if they were to get a call from a non nine one one phone number or a TTY phone number, they would take a little bit more approaches before they would just send out the SWAT team to that address if they're on this registry.
1: But since most people wouldn't have any idea if they're likely a swatting target, and even if they did, they wouldn't want to necessarily hassle with getting on a police registry. What I wanted to know is why can't mobile carriers just filter it out at the network level like they're doing now for some known robocallers?
0: Right now, they are trying to work with some of the organizations such as AT&T and Verizon, see if there's something they can come up with, some sort of a registry on a phone number, like do not call stuff that they have today. But right now, there's just nothing in place for that at the moment. If the
1: telecoms aren't able to help, well, what can people do themselves? The
0: best way, on your own personal devices, whether it be a mobile phone or your a computer laptop, you can use a software like a VPN, or essentially like NordVPN, for instance. That will basically help block where your location is, number one, as well as it doesn't give out really any of that, any privacy information that could be used against you. Another thing is, is people who might be active on various gaming forums and so forth, don't give out personal information or where you are at and things of that nature so they can, you know, kind of locate on your system.
1: But there are more ways that people can hurt you online than by sending a SWAT team to your house. What about people who try to ruin your reputation? Ray Hoffman has more. As head of a firm which helps people and
2: companies restore their good names in the face of anonymous postings and unjust bad reviews, Reputation Defenders' Rich Matta, you might say, is one of the very few CEOs in Silicon Valley who's working to rein in the Internet. I asked him, am I exaggerating when I say that? (laughs) Yeah, it does sometimes feel like I'm a bit of a lone wolf out here. But, you know, I wouldn't say it's too much of an exaggeration. The credo out here is really to push the envelope. And as the Internet saying goes, if you're not the customer, you're the product. And indeed, Rich Matta sees himself in a different role. To counterbalance that a bit, to work on enhancing people's privacy and giving them more control over how they're represented
1: online. Also today, talk about being unlucky in love. CBS's Jim Krasula tells us about a lonely heart that got really shafted by Cupid's bow and some crafty online scammers.
2: Federal authorities have charged three men with posing as a U.S. Army sergeant and duping a Nicholasville, Kentucky woman out of $750,000 in an online romance scam. Heather Clary is with the Better Business Bureau of Central Kentucky.
0: With the Internet and social media being what it is these days, it's easy to set up a fake account and start luring somebody
2: in. Investigators say the men convinced the woman to send them the huge amount of money for fake business ventures. Jim Cresillo, CBS News. Mm
1: Let's flip the script to some more positive news about a cool new collaboration between Kent State University's eSports teams and the Cleveland Cavaliers. KSU eSports coordinator Maria Hawkins. We have four teams, and all of our students uh, within that program have the opportunity to go up to the Cavs' new facility. And with the new facility, we can do practices, games, tournaments, events. Another big part is we are the streaming sponsor for their new streaming pods. So where they go and post all their videos to Twitch or if they're working on promotional material. And what does that mean you're the sponsor of that? A streaming pod is mainly where they go in and someone is streaming their game. We post it on Twitch and behind them at all times they'll see the Caps Legion logo and our logo with that. And here's something even bigger in the world of esports. Gamers getting their own channel. Jim Chenevy has the story.
0: Think of it as an ESPN for eSports. Ven is set to launch next year, a network backed by many of video gaming's biggest publishers. Venn is short for Video Game Entertainment and News Network. It'll have live studios in both New York and Los Angeles. The initial plan is to have 55 hours of original programming per week, including live streaming of top gamer competitions, as well as talk shows, documentaries, and individual gamer streams. Venn already has deals in place to air programming on Twitch, and YouTube and expects to have its own channels on mediums like Roku and Sling. Jim Chenevy, CBS News.
1: And that's it for now. See you next week.
0: That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Life is better with a Honda. Visit your local Northern Ohio Honda dealer today or online at NorthernOhioHondaDealers.com Tune in next week for more tech news and listen online at WAKR.net.